0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Why Are You Still Single and Other Frequently Asked Questions. We are your hosts. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Noz. And we are here to spill the tea on living your best life and thriving as single, independent women. Okay, this week we are talking about the best way to handle rejection oh, and, one. of course, how to cope with change. That's a good one. I'm excited to talk about I that because a lot of has happened. You know why we've not spoken about this before? Because everything's changing all the time. Even more so, and yeah. a lot, yeah, and a lot of these changes have been. Like, every single person in the world can relate to this right yeah, now. Ev- everyone, everyone. everyone in every country. This that's amazing. A- actually, this is when the you think first question it. we've ever answered that every single Everyone's person in the world, yeah. without a doubt, every single person. I mean, obviously, everybody can relate to change. Everyone's had yeah. some change, but we now know for a fact that's <laughs> everyone in this whole wide world. Wow, like I know we say it all the time, but how are we? in october and we're still it's getting worse and we're again. still talking about COVID. Do you know what's funny oh. i remember on our first ever podcast episode you asked me would i wear a mask on a plane oh my god yes. and i was like no and we've been on a plane and wore a mask but like <laughs> and this is like the corona podcast is letting go in this whole time the oh whole time we've started off we've been doing this podcast Corona has been a thing. It'll be interesting to listen back to this in years time, like a few years time, yeah and i think we, what we actually all went through. I we documented it well enough. Yeah, if we've not, life's just a shambles right now. The world's a shambles, and um, like I don't know. We'll go good. into detail on that after. Well, yeah, we don't need to get into the politics of it all, but like I just do think we're being ridiculous now. Yeah. Without being too out there, I just think like especially over us, here. Yeah, you're making us outside in the freezing cold to eat food mm-hmm. it's freezing here it's freezing it's well, nice but it's freezing we found a couple of patties that are really covered and really cute so we'll be spending our winter there yeah so happy <laughs> with them aren't we mm-hmm. after wet drinks with them girls again now you just gotta make do with what you've got i know we can talk about that morning change what else have we been up to we've, we've finished been... emily in paris oh my god wait oh a god. Great little series it's just like one of them Feel good series. Like it was like one of those so bad it's amazing. Yeah, and it was funny. Like, we laughed at way just storylines. It's yeah. so funny. Like it was yeah, relatable like, as well. As characters. Happens. Oh, speaking of relatable, so I've started watching Sex in the City again oh, from yeah. the beginning, and I'm actually I'm really glad I remembered to talk about this. So if anyone has recently watched old episodes of Sex and the, Well, I suppose they're all old, but um guys men were trash in the 90s <laughs> before social media men ghosted women way before social media like right we've have we actually done a, a whole episode about how like a social media change dating because if we've not we should no, totally let's do, do that, that. Okay. yeah okay right anyway we've definitely said that before yeah that, like it's harder to it's date on social media no it absolutely isn't like honestly it's not changed like these men were ghosting girls they were using girls as sex they were only going out with models they were like I'm not putting the blame on all men obviously but I'm just <laughs> meaning like the things we talk about on our podcast that we think are because of the way we live now in the generation it's actually it's not any different they've been like that for so long I so, said it is what the 90s I was like 30 years ago like they didn't really even have um i mean called them cell phones then cell phone. <laughs> mobiles they didn't oh my God, i'm gonna say the word mobile, mobile. what do we call so it just phone don't we mobile phone um yeah it's so weird it's funny that we all just blame social media when it's actually i mean it definitely doesn't help i think yeah. what happens is it makes it Easier, easier to do it but yeah. it also makes it easy to get caught doing it yeah that's very true yeah, back the day. It's yeah. how would you know there's no way these men were just like and like as well I think it's different because it's set in New York and I think in any city like that whole dating scene's worse because it's full of like a lot of young ambitious people in a city yeah there's some people you don't see again so you take yeah. that opportunity don't they I feel like when people are in New York they're like I don't know New York's just got that thing yeah know, where you just like it's like Vegas where you just get lost in Wonderland when you go there really, yeah and you do get lost in the big city yeah. and you just do what the big city people do yeah it's That's so totally weird. weird there's just some places in the world that I like that I imagine London is very much like that for yeah. people who don't know where you go and you're like you get lost in the magic of it all. You it's do, magic, isn't it? You do yeah. things you wouldn't normally do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, my God. So, yeah, I feel like. But, no, very interesting to see how, um, like, dating hasn't changed. It's just different forms of, like, ghosting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just say it's, like, the biggest problem with, like, dating these days, like, why people find it so hard. Communication, I think. Oh, people yeah. talking. That's so true people just hide the feelings away and just think it'll disappear and just that's why ghosting happens they yeah just think that problem's just going to go away and they're not they don't think they're hurting the other person in the long run well i think ghosting is just um Lazy. Yeah, so lazy. Well, it's lazy and it's also not Coward. wanting to be the bad guy. Yeah, of course. But you're making yourself the yeah, worst. Yeah, I, hate it. I mean, <laughs> while we can't teach men what they're never gonna learn. Lions <laughs> <laughs> always worse than the act. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ignoring someone's worse than just confronting it. Like, how many lessons do we need to give you, men? Yeah. We need to get more guys following us, and we can just teach you the way. Like, if you all just we should write a book of lessons for men, shouldn't we? Yeah, I agree. Number one lesson is the lie is always, 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 always worse than the deed. Yeah. Always, because if you get cheated on, right? Okay. If I had a boyfriend of, let's just let's not make it too serious. I'm not a boyfriend. Let's say I've been dating someone for like enough time to that I've stopped dating other people. Okay. Like we've had the conversation. We're dating each other. Yeah. No label. Whatever. And he cheated on me and then he lied about it but he cheated on me just drunk on a night out okay that is a moment of madness I wasn't even thought about in that equation yeah he thought with his penis and he thought like this girl's really attractive he was lost in the moment that I could excuse but the lie is personal to me like if you're going to lie about it, you've looked me in the eye yeah. and lied to me, and that's the break of trust, not the cheating. Yeah. I'm not saying I would forgive cheating, because I would never forgive cheating, but what makes it worse, the, wor- the most hurtful thing from that is that someone that you, you know, trust and care for can look you in yeah. the eye and tell you a lie like that's so much worse yeah I agree. and that's any guys listen to this that's what you need to take away from this episode The <laughs> lie is always worse than the deed really to lie to someone you care about is the worst thing you can do to them anyone else agree with that i think we all would you just break the trust immediately then don't you? you can't really you'll never get that back properly unless the um cheating is like a full-on affair which obviously that then includes lies yeah. so yeah that still is bad But if it was just like a random, never going to happen again, lost in the moment, you know. I mean, I wouldn't, the reason why I say I won't forgive that is because we're now approaching 30. But if we were in our early 20s, I probably would forgive that. If they were like, look, last night I fucked up, like I'm, you know, whatever. Maybe I would forgive that with some honesty and some groveling. But then if you choose to lie to me, then you personally gonna yeah, have personally going to be to hurt me. Yeah, I agree 100%. Me. You're, like, actually trying to hurt me by lying just yeah. so that you can feel better about what you did. No. But at this age, I wouldn't excuse. No, I Because, like, we're nearly 30, what you're yeah, doing in I'm the club's just slim pickings now. And what you're doing in the club. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally. I thought we were in agreement <laughs> that we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. And you don't. Oh, so funny. Until we go home and then, oh, no, maybe we won't be living no. in the club. Just bar conky, bar conky, yeah, and um, with the one member of staff there. He still <laughs> listens to this uh, this podcast. He will now once we mention he gets mentioned. Yeah, he'll turn it off after this. <laughs> so it's been good to see you. <laughs> nice of you to each it. <laughs> Um, what else have we been up to? Oh, so we, probably everyone's seen the funny thread about the ick on Twitter. Oh my God, it's so funny. Like, okay, what's something that's given you the ick Wait, do, so unreasonable? Can you actually know what the ick means? Yeah, yeah okay. it for me, what's happened to me personally. I try to think of one in the other day and I can't actually think of something in my head, but yeah. I do get the ick though. But for like, what's a, what's a good, what can you, it's not for a particular reason. Not that I can think of top off my head right now. <coughs> yeah, I feel like some really funny ones that I saw was uh, what was the umbrella one? <laughs> just, it was just kind of, went on a day and they were just carrying a brolly. No, it was raining. It and started like... raining and he put an umbrella up Oh, door. yeah.
1: <laughs> she got the
0: <laughs> Boy, was being a gentleman, it killed me. We decided that the ick happens whenever a guy does something that <laughs> makes them look stupid. <laughs> For example, mom was like, when he goes to get the waiter's attention and the waiter doesn't hear him. Imagine that scenario. Oh that's like god. just one of those things that's embarrassing whoever you're with. So then <laughs> you're trying to impress someone. It's so it's awkward. So awkward. Oh my god, what was another one? Have that to pretend here? you didn't see. Yeah. Oh, another one was like when he goes to or- when he's really excited about ordering something and they say they're sold out. So then he has to pick something else really <laughs> fast. And then this one girl which was so relatable was like sometimes there's no reason for the egg. One day you just look at them and feel disgusted. <laughs> That's true. And the men were going crazy in the comments, which I think is so ironic because like, they literally lay into females so much on Twitter. Yeah. They couldn't handle it that they, they were getting disturbed. Oh, God, it's so funny though. Yeah, yeah. The egg's so, a funny thing and yeah. it's a real thing. This is such a real thing. I get the egg so much over so over the most stupid tell the story one one time i got the ick really bad because this guy (laughs) was showing was telling me he went to go and watch Wiz khalifa god i really hope this person doesn't listen to the podcast and (laughs) telling me that they went to watch Wiz khalifa and i was like oh that's sick and then like um He was like, I'll show you some videos. I was like, okay, thinking he would get his phone out and show me videos on his phone. And he whacked out this massive photographer's camera (laughs) and was sort of trying to turn it on. I tried to show him the picture, trying to turn it on. It wasn't turning on. So he whacked out this lens that was literally the size of a kaleidoscope, whatever they call it, telescope, (laughs) hooked it on the end (laughs) of of the camera. I was showing these and I was like, did you take that to the concert? <laughs> <laughs> it killed yeah, he killed me. was <laughs> like, yeah. And I was just picturing him, who wasn't the tallest guy in the room. <laughs> 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 I pictured him, peeping over everyone with his Big fuck off lens, probably knocking everyone out while they're at Wiz Khalifa. If you've ever been to a Wiz Khalifa concert, like, it's not a normal rap concert. It makes you mosh pit. It, like, makes you go crazy. Everyone's dancing, losing the shit. So imagine him on the floor in the middle of the mosh pit with his professional camera, like, buddy, you're not the tall photographer. <laughs> no, that's a I never saw him again, that. After is that is so funny. and to this day it still makes me feel sick. It really does. It's my favourite story. <laughs> story. I also get I've got the ick over it, like a few guys have given me the ick by um like confidently trying to sing a song or like <laughs> rap along to a song or sing a song and blustering all the words like that makes my stomach turn. <laughs> and again it's just because you make themselves look stupid. <laughs> What's so, cool. um, what some times that you guys have got the ick? Because I I love yeah. like, I love hearing about this. It's so funny. I read one that said, like, he took a picture and had a printer in the background. Oh, she got God. the ick. <laughs> he has a printer. <laughs> like the littlest thing. Oh, things. my God. Honestly, they're so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into our questions. What's number one, Maz? Number one is the best way to handle rejection okay so my best advice to handle rejection <laughs> i've thought about this lot. i have actually planned this answer so i'm going to give it to you in some different parts okay, okay. so i think rejection really hurts because it feels personal to you mm-hmm. like it feels like a personal thing it makes you question Everything about yourself, it makes you go back and replay every single thing you did yeah. to get to the point of rejection, and you'll always blame yourself for everything that went wrong in between. And this can be rejection from a job, a, a guy, a friend. This is rejection in general. So, I think like you have to think like before rejection, obviously, there's something that you're going for that you're going to get rejected from. So, are you going for a job? Are you going for a promotion? Are you going for, um, a date are you Have you been dating someone even um is it something to do with a friend like before the actual stage of rejection you need to think like not to put all your eggs in one basket don't let this be your be all and end all so don't be thinking if you don't get this job you're never going to get another job don't be thinking if you don't get this guy there's going to be no other guys ever yeah don't put all your eggs in one basket and like also be ready for rejection like be always I mean, like, we're taught it's, like, plugged into us in every way possible now about manifestation and, you know, you are what you, you, know, you receive what you give and, like, if you're giving off vibes of, like, thinking you're going to be rejected, then you're going to be rejected. If you go into a, into thinking, I've already got this job, I can't wait to start this job, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, but I do think it's important to know that if you – you know you might get rejected that just means that this is not what's meant for you so if you know like trust the process of your life if you do get rejected from this guy this guy might be emotionally abusive if you do get rejected from this guy you might later find out that this guy is like a serial cheater yeah you might find out that this guy is awful to his mom or some you know they just later down the line yeah. you might find something out about some form of rejection that makes you think oh well that's why it wasn't for my life you know I mean I don't know not to put you on the spot but have you ever thought about a time you've got rejected and later on you've thought oh actually I'm quite glad that didn't happen because I, mean, I think so yeah yeah actually like there was one person that he like turned around whatever we just didn't click and goes to whatever and further down the line I feel like I know he cheated on his girl yes so okay that's like, perfect yeah that... that was me for example that could have been me and in that moment that rejection felt like you'd lost the best thing ever yeah because you do think that yeah. even sometimes you might not like the thing you've got rejected from that much but just the fact that they've rejected you makes you think that they were better than what yeah. they were because mm-hmm. no one not one person's planet likes being rejected no of course not guys it's like, and girls it's an awful it thing. yeah it's the embarrassment it's the embarrassment yeah exactly yeah So then I think also you have to recognise when you are being rejected, like if someone's starting to ghost you, like recognise this is a rejection, you know, you've not heard back from the job, like understand what rejection is and where it can come from. And then like after it's happened, use, don't waste that valuable experience, like learn from the rejection, don't just... Be like, I got rejected and and that's it. Like learn from it. Like take a look at yourself and take accountability if you did anything leading up to that rejection to get rejected. Like yeah. were you doing any? Was anything your fault? Because sometimes it could be, and sometimes you could have done nothing wrong. But you know, take accountability, learn from anything that you did wrong. If you did absolutely nothing, then recognize you did nothing wrong. Yes. Yeah, not so awful. it's not your fault. Yeah. If you're going back and you're thinking, actually. I didn't do anything, and blah blah. Say you got rejected from a friend. A friend was like, "Look, like you know, I'm not getting the same. You know, maybe a friend pulled you up on the way that you were behaving. You weren't giving enough effort, or whatever. You know, like you never reach out to me. I feel like I'm always reaching out to you first. <clears throat> then look back and think, is that the case? Did I do that? Don't just be like, oh well. Uh, is, if if that wasn't the case and she's not right then just think okay well this is obviously just something that she's going through yeah and it's not anything to do with me I actually was trying but then if you weren't trying hold your hands up and say like you know that's why I've been rejected um so yeah also you can talk to other people like talk about rejection and don't like act like it didn't happen because people that you perceive as doing better than you you probably think like oh they've never been rejected they don't know what rejection yeah. is talk to me you'll find out they will oh god yeah they'll have been rejected so many things like everyone's in that meme where it's like steve jobs started apple and yeah michael jordan started this at this after being told no five thousand times or whatever yeah. all those successful people they all get rejected rejection is like the most essential part to success i feel um another one is just to like give yourself time to process your hurt feelings because it's Shit, it's not yeah. nice. No one wants it. You don't go into something wanting, like you said, to be rejected. Um and also don't let rejection stop you from taking risks in the future because I feel like I'm so guilty of that where if I get rejected from something, I feel so deflated, I don't want to do it anymore. Um like previously, if I've been I can't I can't think of a specific example off the top of my head, but if I've ever been rejected from something before. I would think, um, actually, you know what, that's a lie. And, like, I'm going to be really honest with you. (laughs) I don't – I've not actually been rejected that many times. And this is not a good thing. I I reject myself before anyone will reject me. That's true. And that's also not a good thing. So, like, being totally honest, I generally couldn't think of a situation then because I will always – I'll close myself off before Before a rejection and that's also not a good thing to do I don't know if anyone else can I'm sure they can but like I would even allow myself to get rejected I will just um reject the thing that and probably so many times I've rejected something where rejection wasn't even coming yeah and I've just like pulled away and I didn't even need to but anyway that's life we're all trying to learn and grow (laughs) that's the thing we're just learning from it all i think it's just to learn everything you go through if you think about like how hard it is to go through a bad experience like sometimes it hurts physically like you get headaches you feel sick you don't eat like it can meant emotional pain can come out as physical pain quite a lot if you think you go through all that for nothing in the end if you don't take anything away from that you've wasted all of that pain but if you learn something from it then all of that pain was for something yeah it's like when you're trying to like tone up or like you know grow your grow your bum like let's say trying to grow a bigger bum that hurts like that is pain all the way but at the end of it you get the results you want now imagine if you quit not in time to allow yourself to get the results you did all that pain for nothing nothing, yeah same with like emotional growth allow yourself to make that pain like be for something make it like make it count it'll make you grow definitely as well and then, if all else fails, just say thank you next. Thank you next. <laughs> on to the next. That's not for you. You'll later. That's what on. I think. It's not for you. Yeah. That's not what your process is meant. Yeah. Yeah. Trust the process. In your yeah. Life. And I'm, That's yeah. such a big believer. And honestly, like some of the the one thought that I have in my mind that gets me through, like any time in life, like the hardest of times, the saddest of times, I always, always have like at least a one percent inkling that there's a greater path that I'm on a path yeah and that this path was created for me by like something way bigger than any of us and that I there's a at least one percent at all times that believes that this is meant for me if I'm if I'm going through pain right now I'm meant to go through this pain agree, if I'm happy right now it's because I'm meant to be happy you know I think if you can find a way to trust that and it's really hard at times then you'll always know that anything that rejects you is not for you i agree massively with and that thank you next <laughs> <laughs> okay so next question to you is this is the biggie how can we handle change how can we deal with change tell us a wisdom that goes with, like with change what's happening right now we like yes since 2020 we all know it's been bad shit everything yeah. and actually this is a good lesson for us all to learn because we're going to go through each of us will go through change when like we you know you get married you lose a parent like anything like yeah. that is a oh, change like <laughs> um yeah for the, I think the first thing to do is accept it yeah don't dwell on it I mean you can dwell in it there's a t- you're allowed to dwell on it but you have to accept it change is happening and you need to embrace it as well um I also think you need to learn to enjoy it mm. like find new things to do around the change like look how well everyone adapted to covid
1: yeah do you know what i mean
0: so true let's see think of some examples of that like first time we went into lockdown we all started knitting knitting we did homework we still do home workouts yeah that's true we never went back to we never the went gym. back to the gym and we loved our gym didn't we yeah and now and we obsessed with courtney's black yeah. workouts, so and that... we actually learned that's something we'll not that's no. something that's not just, and we're saving so much money. Yeah, with that, that's so true. So that's a good thing. And, and we get, love it we're getting better results than we ever yeah. did at the gym. And we're just using weights in a. That's it. Weights and resistance bands. So that change taught us something. Well, gave us something really good. Yeah. Yeah, because you just it shows that anyone can do it. You can do it from home. You don't even need weights. You can just use anything from Wine the kitchen. Bottles, Wine we... bottles. Yeah. yeah so that was a change. good thing we've done I reckon yeah I'm sure everybody's got one thing that came from that change that they're still doing now a even positive they don't need to. yeah I agree like we don't need to be what work- well, we do now because we've closed again but we did <laughs> you know what I mean like in the long run we don't need to work out from home but we probably will other thing is like we turned vegan because we like weren't faced with all the options of going out to eat so because we had time to like focus and cook we then learned by watching a lot of like documentaries and stuff about the impact eating meat and dairy has, which made us care about it more, which then when the restaurants opened, we then thought, actually, yeah. we don't want to go back. That's amazing. Actually. I didn't think about that. Yeah, so time. had that not happened, we would have still been vegan at home and eating yeah. out normally. But now we're so kind. We love to know where we actually got our fruit and veg from. Like we love it, don't we? Yeah, we like Rob's obsessed it. We now don't even like going to supermarket. We now only like buying like Ontario grown. Yeah, I think that's amazing because we're helping people. I just as well. think right now, like that's the most sensible thing to do is to help like farmers in the area. Um, yeah, but we yeah, it's just better. We're just a bit. We're um, what's the so word? Passionate about the passionate, environment. Yeah, it's <laughs> not bad thing to be passionate about no but that's one thing i'm sure i'd love to hear more of like what other people think yeah and like we're not saying it's been easy at all because we've had some bad like hard times yeah. like, especially being so far away from our families and having our two home trips cancelled yeah. so, like taken away from you and other trips like you all know where not going to go to hawaii and yeah. mexico but we've got each other which yeah. is the main thing and i think another thing we need to do to, when we've got change is talk about it Mm. we always have deep chats don't we yeah and um even if you don't want to talk about it to your friend like talk to someone professionally yeah that helps out there definitely um i've already mentioned exercise because that helps us a lot yeah i think yeah i think talking about it's important because someone might have just a different perspective um over it than you someone might be able to see from the outside why that change is a good thing for you that's why you should always try and talk to somebody like whether it's your parent or a friend or yeah like a professional yeah that's really good advice I agree I also think when there's something going on like this is write down your thoughts write down yeah write down the positives what's coming out of it not all the negatives get all the positives out there because there is positives like I know like sometimes it can be seen like there's nothing but there is there's always going to be something better coming. And that's why you need to talk to people because they might see the positives that you don't if you're not in that frame of mind. And that's the thing is that sometimes if you're feeling depressed, you genuinely can't find the positives. And, yeah, there will be, but you can't see it. You just can't see it. So someone else will. If someone else tells you what they are, then you might start to see it more. You might not feel it, but you'll at least know that, you know, like there is something coming out of it I mean like okay so we had to cancel two trips home we were going home for a week and like three days well now we're going home for three weeks so yeah it's been awful waiting a whole like basically a year but we are going to get longer and Christmas at home so like that's the suppose because you weren't going to go home for Christmas Uh, if someone had told me that positive at the time I'd be like that's not positive I'm not waiting till December I'd rather go now for three days but actually looking back now we've already done it so yeah and we've we're nearly there now it's two weeks two weeks two months away yeah exactly it's nothing um yeah so yeah write down the positives definitely and also remember i should have mentioned this at start but take care of your mental health that's the main thing yeah definitely and such a don't cope with change well initially that freak out about things that aren't even related to the change and then notice that every time anything changes that can be something so small but like, I think as well for us, like, I know people say like, develop a routine is good for change. Yeah. I actually don't think, I don't know if this is just for me personally, I actually don't think it is because I think you then rely on your routine so much that then if that happens to change, that freaks you out again. Yeah. If you're not someone who doesn't cope well with change, which I don't think I am. um, Having your routine mess up can be a little bit like, oh, you know what I mean? You get you, will, you almost, like, rely on your routine to cope with the change, but then that routine might, because of what's going on now, it might have to change again. Yeah. So then when it does change again, are you relying on it too much? I don't know. Yeah. I think that's different for each person. Do you think you cope well with change or not? Um, at start, I feel like I, I just, I just like, think of – I overthink everything, like what's going to happen next and stuff. Yeah. But then I do – I think I do cope quite well with change. Yeah. Yeah like I, yeah initially I do overthink things in worrying but after that I feel like I yeah do cope. it doesn't take me long to adjust I just freak out at first yeah and and I have adjusted to each one and then I remind myself that next time you need to remember how easy this was to adjust to but still the next time it comes yeah. freak out because like at the start we've never had that much time to do nothing have yeah. we at the start and of this is time. and it's totally normal to not cope with change that well it doesn't mean I I am the most laid-back person like I have such a laid-back personality and you would think that change wouldn't bother someone like me because I'm so I can go with the flow really easily but it does yeah sometimes things don't fully align with your personality and they're weird and like you can think and and also yeah you're someone who stereotypically you would think wouldn't cope with change well, yeah. but you do cope with it well. Yeah, that's true actually. So it's like you it's just it just depends on where you find comfort. I find comfort in routine. Yeah. Not a not a rigid routine, like I love spontaneity, but I do find comfort in like patterns and and knowing like I'm a planner and I like to know what is coming next. Yeah. And I think with the change that's going on recently is that none of us know what's coming next. That's what makes me nervous. Yeah. So it's like okay we've just had notice that like restaurants are um, indoor dining is closed for 28 days and it automatically everyone's like it's going to be longer than 28 days and that's what people are worried about that if it was the 28 days I think we'd all just be like okay 28 days yeah. we'll power through we'll eat outside and then we'll go back to normal but I think everybody now because of what's happened previously is just a bit like oh god how long is it going to go and on And what's happening in other countries they all just compare each other don't they it's just like oh my god like so, so this going to next year yeah a bit of perspective is important when you're trying to cope with change in that personally i think the biggest thing to help coping with change is acknowledging and accepting that anything that's beyond your control in mm. this situation is beyond any of our controls think about whoever your prime minister is in whatever country you live in it's not even in their control no. if you think that boris johnson is the one calling the shots on what goes on in that country you don't know politics it's not any one person's control like no one can change what's happening okay obviously this is a virus and whatever but even just say brexit like that was a man-made decision but it's not any one person it's such a big thing and like so many moving parts that you think why is someone like me dwelling on something that even Boris Johnson yeah. can't change? That's the thing. You can't change yeah. it. So you shouldn't be worrying about it. And think about and who the it. person you think could change it. Probably even they can't change yeah. it. Yeah, that's so true to look at it that way. Yeah, like you think, you know, these people have all the power. They don't. They have cabinets. They've got to get votes pushed through. Like all this stuff that we don't need to get into. do. <laughs> but, you know, if he can't change it, why the hell am I worrying about changing yeah. it? Yeah i agree okay my last point is just to believe in yourself and believe it's yes. your journey what a nice one to end on. <laughs> <clears throat> oh god yeah i think that's silly and that actually goes ties back into rejection and like yes yeah, you follow the path you've been taking trust off. that there's something bigger coming for you yeah. And, I like, I, sometimes I, I imagine there's people listening and thinking, like, fuck you, you've no idea. <laughs> and that's we true. We don't have any idea about, you know, like, what people are going through. That's totally true. And sometimes it can be really harmful to hear someone say something like that when you're going through something bad. But from people who know and love you and probably from talking to people around you, you will understand that everybody gets rejected Everybody doesn't have to deal with change at the moment. And like all you can do is trust that it's gonna get better and hopefully it will. Just stay positive. We'll try and stay positive. And in regards to the changes going on right now, like we're really all in this together. No one's got it worse than anyone else. Exactly. We're like unless you've lost a family member, obviously you've got it worse. But we're all in it together. We're all losing something. We're losing time with our families. People are losing jobs. People are losing jobs. Money. People are losing lives. People are losing communication. Everyone's losing something. It's just rubbish. we are just going to find the positives, haven't we? Sometimes it's hard to see people thriving so well now. Yeah, I know. Because then you feel like, oh, God, I should be doing that now. Like, I shouldn't be sat here dwelling. I should be like, blah, blah, blah. But honestly like life's long we've got this year's of written off is not it yeah <laughs> exactly so next year does it um, count 28 it, yeah i can't wait for can't first, wait yeah. 28 <laughs> um, but yeah i think <laughs> i like that yeah, good advice um, if you've got any questions that we want to answer then maybe we should talk about dating and social media yeah. i not have to look through the episodes i feel like we might have talked about i that, think we but... need to do a question on instagram about the ick i want to know if one's oh ache. god i want to know if let's one's do ache. that so, um... it kills us <laughs> so send in your icks yeah we'll put a poll on the day that this episode comes out which will be monday now <laughs> if you listen to it if you listen to it on tuesday wednesday it's Friday or Saturday you've missed it so just DM us yes (laughs) and let us know um what what's gonna be it we're on Instagram at ways underscore pod ways with two s's because it stands for why are you still single I still think my mum thinks this podcast is just called ways Ways. (laughs) oh god I think a lot of people do yeah so it's like stands for why are you still single (laughs) such a mum thing okay guys thanks for listening